Hey everybody, I'm Christina Royster, host of the Young Black Independent Native Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening, or if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe on here as well. All right, so this is what I'm calling a bonus episode. This episode is going to be all about Midnight Mass, so if you haven't watched the show yet and you plan on it, there's going to be spoilers, FYI, just letting you know right now, because this is the kind of show where... You know, like when your friends haven't watched it yet or maybe they're not really into it and you have nobody else to talk to it about? Well, I'm about to give y'all all of my opinions on this show right now in this quick little bonus episode because I briefly mentioned it on episode 148 of the podcast. The title of that episode is Don't Dig This Up When I'm Famous. And I wanted to go on for longer and I was like, you know what? This can just be a bonus episode. So as I said, this episode is for anybody who... Maybe you haven't seen the show, you probably don't plan on it, but you want to hear about some vampires and Catholicism, or maybe you have seen the show and you're itching to talk about it as well, or maybe you're like halfway through, but you don't mind already hearing my review. This, all of the above, this is for you, okay? So I know there's a lot of other shows going on right now, you know, Squid Game, Ted Lasso, I think just wrapped up at this point, but Midnight Mass caught my attention because, I don't know, I'm just into weird spooky shit. But the thing is, I didn't even know that this show was going to be spooky. I didn't know that Mike Flanagan was behind it. So Mike Flanagan is the creator, and he is behind The Haunting of Hill House, as well as Dr. Sleep. So I love spooky shit, but I had no idea he was behind this. If I knew that, I would have even, I would have loved it even more. But you know what? I think that it was good that I didn't go into it knowing that because I was not expecting horror. I was not expecting the thrills and the, and the, I don't even know what to call this. Is it a fantasy? Is it a, it's it's so many things. But I'm glad that I actually didn't know because it really caught me by surprise and that just made it that much better. So um, where should I even start? I have a list of notes. Um, Just go back to episode 148 though to hear what I had to say about it then because that was like my first reaction. Like I was on episode three. Now that I finished it up, I just appreciate this show so much because well, number one, I got my question answered. It's not supposed to be realistic, uh, obviously, because vampires start to take over. And number two, I just want to talk about, like, um, I guess the religion aspect of it. The religion aspect of it is important because it just goes to show that religion is so powerful. The church is so powerful, and people will just follow anything. People worship priests and pastors like gods. And they literally drank blood and turned into vampires because their priest told them to in the show. It's just outrageous to me. And I mean, that the whole Catholicism thing, that could be a whole nother episode in itself. But just the fact that um, this person kind of preyed on people at their most vulnerable. This was a town where ain't, ain't shit was going on. <laughs> this was a town with like 40 people. They were at the end of their rope. They they really had nothing else going for them. And so church was their escape. Church was kind of the, the creme de la creme, the end-all, be-all in this town. And so then when miracles start happening, more people start coming to church. And you know what? That That's what I wanted to say about the show is when I started watching and I read the synopsis, I just thought that the new priest that came to town was Jesus. Honestly, I thought that he was Jesus. He was working some miracles and people, people were in wheelchairs and now they're walking. So I just thought, oh, okay, this is cool. But then I found out later, obviously, that he had been taken over by a vampire 
and he was trying to get the whole town to turn into vampires. It was all very messy. And the other thing I wanted to point out is, why was he saying, like, an angel has arrived? That shit is not an angel. That shit was a demon. You need help. You need Jesus. You, I don't know what God you're praising, but that ain't it. That was not an angel. That was a demon. That shit was scary as fuck. Um, and I also want to talk about the time period because on the, the last episode I mentioned, oh, what time period is it? It looks like 1980. No, it was present day. I got that wrong. But it just looked so dreary. That town looked so, so dreary. Ugh. And, um, oh yeah, I just want to also talk about the fact that the cast, mm, the cast, the guy's name, I forgot it again. Crap, what's his name? Let me look it up real quick. I got my computer right here, y'all, because I really, really love him on Good Girls. I'm typing it right now. Please excuse me. This is so... Zach Guilford. Zach Guilford as Riley Flynn. Chef's kiss. I love the casting. Um, the little blip of color. You know, that's my only critique. The whole town was white, but then again, it's probably like that in real life. And oh, and I, I just looked it up. It has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't believe me, listen to Rotten Tomatoes, please. Um, Kate Siegel. Kate Siegel played Aaron Green. Why does she always have to play? somebody crazy why is she always going through some shit he really really likes this actress and he loves to put her through the ringer but um that part kind of confused me on the show though with Aaron she lost her baby and was that the vampire's blood reversing her pregnancy or was she never really pregnant the whole the whole show by the way is it sets place on an island and the fact that they are secluded from the world on this little island and literally nobody would even know what's going on over there. That just made it that much creepier. Um, let me see. Let me talk about Bev. Bev? Bev. I have never hated a television character more in my life. Bev can rot in hell. Bev? There's only so many television characters that I can say really annoy me. And one of them is Bonnie from How to Get Away with Murder. And we can talk about that later because she is the most annoying character I've ever seen on TV. But Bev takes the cake, y'all. Bev is essentially, I don't know what they call it in Catholicism, the priest's like little helper. And she was so messy. She was facilitating everything. She's just evil. And the sad part is there's really people like that in real life whose whole life is just the church pleasing the Lord pleasing the priest, no questions asked. She cleaned up crimes, crime scenes for him. She cleaned up dead bodies for him. She drank the vampire blood. She was like, look, 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 whatever you say, priest. She was poisoning people. Just outrageous. Yeah, she really can go to hell. She was the worst television character ever. Um, I don't know. I guess that's all I had to say. I told y'all it was going to be a quick bonus episode. But yeah, this show just really blew my mind because I've never been on the edge of my seat like that, like, in a, in a long time. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe How to Get Away with Murder. That show always had me on the edge of my seat. But, damn, Netflix is just really pumping out the goods. I feel like in the streaming wars, Netflix is really taking the cake right now. Um, HBO Max, close second. Very close second. But, wow, Midnight Mass? I want more. I mean, this was a limited series, so I'm not sure. There was only seven episodes. I'm not sure if they're going to have another spinoff after this, but it was everything. It was fantasy. It was, it was like true blood meets Ozark. It was like small town gossip. 
it was just everything you could want in one. And if you like creepy shit, I definitely suggest that you check out Midnight Mass. So that's all I have for this bonus episode. Make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, Miss Chris D, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E.